part of the journey is the end. And part of a Marvel movie coming out is the inevitable review. I'm Mike, <laughs> and this is Popscorn. Welcome to Popscorn, the Final Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today, you know why we're here. We're, we're here to review the culmination of the cinematic experiment that was the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and continues to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but for now, the culmination of the Infinity Saga in Avengers Endgame. Woo! Long time coming. Yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> Weird that an ending spawns four <laughs> spin-offs and several more sequels, but mm. here we are. Um, a bit. Yeah, it's an ending in the loosest sense of the word. Uh, I don't know. It felt like a like a the ending of a book mm. in a series. Yeah, that's probably the most charitable ending I can give it. But... It's the ending of the story they've been telling. Yeah, story that's underpinned a lot of movies since two thousand and well, not really since two thousand eight. I'd say that this. Saga really sort of began during the events of the Avengers. The first Avengers, In 2012. Yeah. Um, but it's always been there as sort of a, a roadmap, if you I fucking hate that word, but a roadmap, if you will, as to, to where we wanted to go should the experiment continue to prosper, as we all know it did. Yep. And here we are, a point where, you know, multiple contracts have, have begun to run out. Yeah. It's time for some serious change and upheaval in this ongoing franchise because mm-hmm. money uh, so here we are the end game oh boy post infinity war um if you haven't seen infinity war why are you listening to this because uh, obviously there will be spoilers for this in the discussion of this movie but yes. not spoilers for end game before the spoilers bit uh, but there will be spoilers dear god there will be spoilers my goodness will there be spoilers so this movie takes place almost directly after the culmination of yes. uh, infinity war it starts, I think, about a month after the snap, something like that. Yeah, it feels pretty red raw, mm. so it's not much further than that if it is. So. And it uh, centres around the snapped, well, the not snapped members of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, which basically boils down to the original six OG Avengers plus guests. Yeah. It's really what it is. Fringe people. Fringe people. Yes, but they are the driving force for the vast majority of the movie. And that's what the movie is. In of itself, it it, it, requ- it establishes itself as an ending to the saga of the original six Avengers, a story that was started in 2012 and ends today, I guess. More accurately, ended at uh, half three yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's why we may be a little fuzzy, as we both went and watched it on midnight showings. I yep. went to work this morning. So wow, that's brave. Yeah, that I- wasn't... I did not. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had at best two and a half hours sleep. So this is why I'm eating cake to hopefully <laughs> get yeah. me over the finish line. We, we are celebrating the end of this um, this storyline with cake and juice, as uh, all professionals do. Cheers, Betty Crocker. Big shouts. Yeah, boy. Mad respect. Um, the vegan revolution continues. Yeah. I will point out, now I went to Warsaw Showcase, and for the uninitiated, Warsaw Showcase, it's the cinema I used to work at, and I hold it very dear and near to my heart. But it's not a good cinema. Um, no, it is not. 
Um, I feel like I actually told my managers to listen to my podcast last night, so I managed to take that out on the edit. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's usually quite quiet for midnight showings. Just mm. I, I know going back over time, it's it's never been. I saw Watchmen at midnight there. Yeah, I, we've seen. I feel like I've seen quite a few X Men movies there on midnight. We went to see. We saw at least Age of Ultron on the midnight show in there, I would have thought. I think we did. Yeah, anyway, usually one screen is enough. Mm. They had four screens going last night. Oh, you don't even And know. they all sold out. I was uh, watching it at the light mm. in in Warsaw. Uh, they had seven screens. They all sold out. It was chaos. I, I had to queue to get off the car park of Shogo Cinemas at half three in the morning. So I've, got a, is... I've got a mouthful of cake, but shout out to the poor bastards... Uh, multiple who got locked in the car park until 6am this morning because they parked on the bit that closes oh, that across from silly. the light. Yeah, that oh, was silly. No. I parked just in the mouth just before the gates. Yeah. Didn't have to pay. Didn't get a fine. Could drive home at half three. I feel real bad for all the ushers that had to clean after Ooh. all that came out at half three in the morning, seven screens. <laughs> Emphasis on came. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a hell of an experience. Mm. Very, I was a very lively crowd. Yes, and I was, I was participating. I'll tell you why in a minute. Yeah, yeah, we we'll, um, might have to do that in spoilers. Uh, but, well, obviously, I think it's, it's pretty simple to... Um, figure out. We both enjoyed the film. This is a recommendation. This is well. I saw your a recommendation. I saw your tweet. Yeah, which was a Billy Big Bollocks tweet. If yep. I've seen one. Michael has put his balls on the table. I have to say. I believe you said it was the greatest superhero movie ever made. No, my exact quote oh. was the best third act of any movie ever. The greatest third act of any film oh. I have ever seen. Period. No questions. That's all she wrote. That is what I think. There are other bits in this film that I actually think aren't done the way that I would have liked them to be done or the way that I think they should have been done, which does stop this being my favourite Marvel movie. Um, It doesn't stop it from being probably one of the most important. And certainly, I think even... It doesn't matter which way you're looking at it, whether you're looking at it as a... A critical success or like a personal favourite or just like you try to evaluate it on the merits of filmmaking. This is a top five movie in all regards. I just don't think it's my favourite, but does contain my favourite third act of any movie I have ever seen. That's that's a big statement there. Because that means you're going to have to Empire Strikes Back. And it is. That's full of God. Here's, okay, so Empire Strikes Back is the greatest movie ever made. Uh-huh. It is, complete as a complete and total experience, the best film I've ever seen. Mm. Avengers Endgame, I like. And I like it a lot. Yep. There are parts in it that I wasn't as hot as. But the second that third act starts, I am completely on board more than anything I've ever been on board with. Yeah, well, so we'll shy away from the hyperbole of what you've just said. Mm. I think it's got to be categorically the best last 20 minutes of a superhero movie we've ever seen. Ooh, ooh. We won't well, give it away. I but... think it's more than 20 minutes. That that whole sequence mm. is more than... Tw- it's about a good hour, isn't it? It's it's a lot to take, yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's intense. But otherwise, I think the best way I've tried to describe it was it's a miracle holds itself together because a few times it threatens to just fall apart it is very much held up by struts made of its own bullshit 
Oh, yeah. That somehow work. And that in itself is a fit. The whole MCU has been an exercise in Billy Big Bollocks moves by yeah. a studio with too much money and nothing to lose. But I mean, because I watched the double bill, so we watched Infinity War first and then. Much that. Both in 3D, which I didn't know prior to me going there, so my eyes hurt. Um, <laughs> but. So that actually has a pretty straightforward plot. It's just a fetch quest for Thanos that we're, we're watching. Hmm. This, you're going to need a vision board to try and put all this together and several graphs to (laughs) kind of... end up looking like Charlie Day. Exactly, yeah. That scene in Always Sunny, that is what you look like. Exactly. It just, so many times I was like, this is really shaky. Mm. Like, it's frankly got a strong enough plot to just keep you pulled through. I tell you what, Mm. I think one of the main reasons this works... And it's, it's, it's a criticism and a comment that we levied against Infinity War. The only reason any of this really works is because, is because the fans have been coming back and engaging mm. in this and buying into it. And I really think these movies would struggle had it not been so widely accepted as sort of the paragon of superior entertainment that it is. Yep. And... I'll, this is why I struggle to say that it's my favourite and why I struggle to think I'd say it's the best MCU yeah. movie because I can't put this on a pedestal and go, it doesn't matter what you watch, watch this because the, oh. the barrier to entry is the highest it's ever been. Yeah. But if you've met that barrier, if you've seen every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, yeah. you are going to get rewarded to hell. It is, it's yeah. there for you. It's like, if you were here back in 08, this is the movie for but you. But if you haven't, even if you're someone who was like, well, I've heard Ant-Man isn't that important, I'll just skip the Ant-Man franchise. Mm. You've made a mistake there. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be a bit lost. I'm, so, I was thinking about this. I think the only movie you can get away with having not seen, realistically, is Age of Ultron. <laughs> even though that introduces Scarlet Witch. I think that's, and Vision. I think that's the only one you can isolate and meet them in Civil War and still get the same impression of who they are. Yeah, okay. Apart from that, everything's important. Really, and it's... Again, oh, I never thought I'd have to bring this movie up. Here we go. In a very infamous review of Assassin's Creed, (laughs) I did levy the complaint of, like, are we filling in blanks because we've done... You know, we've done the homework. They're not going to have two fucking shits to rub together. <laughs> and as I pointed out, me and you were probably filling in gaps in our head in that movie mm. because we played the games. Yeah. And if you haven't played the games, you wouldn't know. And I worry that even people who have just, they've watched them, maybe not paid like close attention and picked them apart to the M degree that we have, they might be a bit lost as well. Mm. There's a lot going on. And I think it had to have a lot going on to be as ambitious in scope as it is. Yeah. But I feel like you've got to be switched on. Yeah. You you cannot re- enjoy this, you know... Um, this can't the... be your entry point, and I think no. really, as a casual fan, you'll enjoy the spectacle, but you won't understand the gravitas. You've got to... And that's not your fault. No, that's it's That's the not. problem. It's not... I'm not saying, like, oh, you don't understand. You don't get it. You don't enjoy this on as many levels as I do. Hi. <laughs> hi. Um, it's a Simpsons quote for everything. Yes. Um, it's uh, it's tricky because I feel like you can't watch this passively. No. It's not a movie, I think, that if it was just on, like, it's not a Forrest Gump. No. Forrest Gump is on. I don't care at which point in Forrest Gump it's in. 
I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch that to the end. Yeah. I feel like you've got to come into this hot. You've got to come into it wanting to watch it, ideally off the back of Infinity War, to be honest with you. See, I, and... I didn't watch it as part of a double bill. Sorry mm. to interrupt your point. No. Um, I mean, do I can eat cake? How does it stack up? Uh, <laughs> oh, good God. This was a bad time for a question. Sorry. <laughs> I just put a whole piece of cake in my movie. Visual jokes on an audio podcast. Um, so how does it stack up to Infinity War as a direct sequel as opposed to a culmination of a, now a saga, I suppose? That's tricky because it will involve me spoiling a lot of things to explain that fully. I see. They, they feel cohesive and it's clearly the same team behind them. Mm. Um... But I don't. There's, there's there's a bit of a tonal difference between the two, in that, and this is something I did not expect. I think this. I think um, Endgame is funnier than Infinity War, mm. which I didn't expect because everyone's thinking this is going to be your mopey movie. Half of everyone is dead. Mm. It's got a lot of levity. I think that's it's... almost to a fault. I was just about to say. I, it... Almost. It... Feels like that there's a big there's a big dial in the uh, the editing bay. It's like as large as a human, and on one side it's brevity, and on one side it's torment. And the editors of this film have just got hold of this knob and going, "Hey!" <laughs> it's like it can be jarring sometimes how it can go from slapstick yep. comedy to heart wrenching emotion. What works in its favour that kind of alleviates that? Mm. The jokes land. Mm. Every single time the jokes land. And I think if it didn't do that, that would be an Achilles heel. Yeah. But it's, again, we were saying earlier, it's lucky it's held up by its own bullshit. Yeah. Otherwise, this wouldn't work. Yeah. And again, I think the biggest compliment I can pay, it's the same one I gave to Infinity War. Even in a movie this big, which admittedly for the most part is actually working with a smaller cast than they were in Infinity War, because again, half everyone's dead. Still find a lot of room for character moments. Almost everybody, and again, it's a free air movie, so thank God they found time to give everyone moments because otherwise, what was the actual point? Yeah. By the way, it doesn't feel like free airs. No, it doesn't. And I said that starting watching it after midnight. Yeah. So it definitely <laughs> doesn't feel like free airs. Um, everybody, especially the OG Avengers, all get a big moment oh, to, yeah. to kind of shine. We're going to have to go into spoilers to really kind of talk about. You know, the payoff for these characters and why it works yeah. so well. But okay. just rest assured. Okay, if your favourite was dusted, you'll, you'll get something. You'll yeah. get something. Don't worry. If your favourite isn't, you're going to get a lot more. Yeah. The What it does feel like is it does feel like a natural continuation of um, themes and storytellings laid out in the original Avengers movie. And what I found... Almost not jarring, but 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 what makes this movie, like you say, so tonally different? We described Avengers: Infinity War as Thanos, the movie featuring the Avengers. Yes, this is very much Avengers with oh fuck, Thanos is coming slash Thanos is here slash Thanos is happening yeah slash Thanos has happened. It's this is definitely the most for a movie that involves so much as it does. I I, I don't want to call this the most human. No. But it certainly deals with the most gripping yeah. emotion that I think any of the yeah. MCU movies have now, actually dealt with. I know you were the first person to actually bring it up in, in my sphere. I've got mm. to stop using that goddamn phrase. 
was you were like, the protagonist of Infinity War is Thanos. Mm. I, coming out of that movie, and I wrote my notes down, I was like, I think the protagonist is Hawkeye. In, in, in Endgame? In Endgame. Oh, but yeah. Him and Captain America, I think. He's in the... Well, this thing, because it's... There's more going on. Individual characters have quite big things happen to them. Yeah. So there's multiple protagonists. But in terms of a through line, you your opening scene is with Hawkeye. Mm. One of your last scenes is with Hawkeye. He does a lot more than he's ever done before. I don't just mean the action-wise. I mean, like... You learn so much about him and, mm. and what's happened to him that I think Hawkeye's the protagonist of the biggest movie <laughs> ever made. So, Who would have thought? Oh, God, we've I, come a long way. I, I don't know. I, I, th- I get it. I understand that, you know, you start and end with a through line that is affecting the most human Avenger, mm. which is interesting because you, when you've got, you know, the technological whiz, the green giant, the ultra mega brainwashed assassin and the man who is the literal personification of what a human can be. Yeah. It's interesting that one of the most crucial characters to that story is just a guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah, exactly. But it feels if anything, like... that's really clever. It is. It is, because he's obviously the easiest person to relate to. Yeah. Um his 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 tragedy, not to spoil too much, his tragedy is a very human tragedy. Oh God. And his and the way in which he explores that Mirrors a lot of what actually happens yep. in the on a grander scale in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but boils it down to one guy. Yeah, this is so fucking clever. We don't do this often enough, but I really do think the writers need a big shout out for actually pulling this fucking maniac move off. God, like I said, again, it's a juggernaut. Mm. Was it Christopher Marks and Stephen McFeely? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's Jesus Christ, guys. You, fair <laughs> Take play. a year off. Please go lie down in the <laughs> yeah. dark room for a little bit and listen to some Bob Ross. Because good God, man, the so the, therapeutic is by watching Bob Ross. He is, isn't he? Oh, he's wonderful. The Herculean effort those two put in to craft a, a, a film that has, has essentially 10 plus protagonists and good guys with character moments for maybe even upwards of 30 characters mm. get a, oh, I remember what so-and-so did, they did this. Mm. Which even in like Age of Ultron, you can't really do that for everybody. And don't get me wrong, it's not perfect. There's there's some beats that get dropped from things that you think they would have leaned on more that they don't. But the fact it works, again, like, much like Infinity War, the biggest praise is the fact it works <laughs> yeah. is a great thing. Um, right, so we'll, we'll kind of rattle off a few of them now. Tony Stark yeah. has, I think, his best arc since the first Iron Man. Yeah, I'm willing to say that. I think after they mishandled what can happen to a man who discovers that he's part of a bigger mechanism after they handled it really well in the original Iron Man and in the original Avengers, fucked it up so badly beyond repair in Iron Man 3, and then really expanded upon how that can twist a person in Civil War. You meet Tony at his lowest of lows in this film. Yep. And to see what he makes of that situation... And understanding where he fits in how this story ends. Mm. I th- it's easily my favourite Iron Man film. Far and so, away yeah. my favourite Iron Man. I, I, I thought it was actually one of the, not the lesser parts, but one of the least interesting parts before the death of um, Peter Parker in 
Infinity War. Yeah. I think it was interesting enough that they were trying to set up this parallel between him and Thanos, and a lot of that does echo into this yep. movie. But this is the one that really rides that home and really shows the journey that this character has been on. Yeah. It's a really great performance. He really does run the gambit between like everything that Tony Stark... Tony Stark? Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony <been>. Stank. <laughs> oh, the Stanley cameo. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It's, it's, oh, it's glorious. He's not a watcher, which is annoying, but I'll take it. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's... Um, it's it's a really good performance from him, mm. and and one it felt like has been earned over time. Again, it's it feels like it's still the same character. That that's the good thing about this. He mm. hasn't changed. Like Thor has done a one eighty. You go back and watch the original Thor. That's not the same Thor we're playing with now. This yep. is still the same Tony Stark mm. through and through. Great performance, my boy, my captain. Mm. Mm. He and was he was undervalued in Infinity War. Yeah, he was he definitely undersold. He gets some good bits. He gets the best bits in this film. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we we'll talk about, about that in a minute. minute. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they give him, I think, the the best sort of commanding role that I think he's had in a, since the original Avengers, probably. The leader is back and ain't no one in doubt of who's running the show. It's good. Oh, God. It's, it's good. So good. Um, to, unfortunately, to explain this, we have to talk about spoilers. Yeah. So... Hold on for more Captain America praise. But again, Chris Evans, if this is it, if this is the end of it all and he's not coming back for any way, shape or form, fucking well done, sir. The best resolution to this character Absolutely. I think we could have hoped for. I think a lot of them is the best resolution to the characters we could have hoped for, really. Very much so. Um, now, Thor... This is the one... I thought that I was going to be the black sheep of this podcast by saying I did not enjoy what they did with Thor... Um, I. It turns out I'm not. <laughs> it's difficult because is it is it bad to say I get what they were going for, but I yeah. think they fucked the, the well, screwed the pooch on this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. like, You know, they rubbed a thunderstone on Thor Ragnarok, Thor, um, and see what happens. <laughs> and he's assumed his final form. Um, and <laughs> right, he's he's they obviously saw well. Chris Chris Hemsworth is really good at comedy. Let's double down on that shit. And he spends the, basically the entire movie, bar the last bit, as the comic relief. Mm. Not even a part of it. The comic relief. Bear in mind they partner him up with Rocket again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A character and, is already pretty funny. And again, like I said, the jokes land. And I like the partnership between him, him and Rocket. But it feels like... Oh, it's tricky because I don't want to say I want to go anywhere near old thought. This mm. is preferable this is much better yeah much more interesting but this doesn't that bit in infinity war where it's him and rocket in the ship and he's like you know yeah it's like i lost my brother i lost my mom i lost my dad like that bit i was like if this is where we're going this is the most interesting character in the universe right now and we get nothing like that in this movie they they really don't do that any justice Mm -hmm. which which i think is one of the biggest if not the biggest problem with this film is the is well, obviously, you know that Thor does not win at the crucial moment in Infinity War, otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Exactly. And the movie deals with that fallout in in a very wrong way, in my opinion. It's an interesting situation to feel so emasculated considering that you are a literal god. Yeah. But they don't do it. All you had to do was make him fucking mopey. 
like yeah. he was at that moment in yeah. Infinity War, he showed his vulnerability to Rocket. Yeah. All he had to do was extrapolate that out to every other character. And there's good moments to have out of it. Frankly, it's a very good comedic performance, but my problem is it's, if this is the last hurrah for the original Avengers, whatever form that may take, it kind of robs him. Him being the comic relief so much in this movie, it kind of robs him of gravitas when he needs it. And you're like, I want to see, you know, oh my God, like the bit where he jumps up in Infinity War and smashes the ground with the lightning. There's bits that echo that and look like that, but mm. because it's a different character again, it feels like, oh God, this is, I don't want to blame Taika Waititi for this because he got a very nice balance, but it feels like they've, they identify what people liked about that character, but they've just dragged it a bit too far away from the other things people liked about that character. And it helps, I think, if everyone was Captain America serious, I this movie obviously wouldn't work. Comic Relief is necessary, and we're dealing with a smaller cast. You've lost Star-Lord, you've lost Peter Parker, you've lost a lot of people that were bringing the jokes. He's kind of the funniest person you have left. Yeah. Having said that, it's to a lesser extent, but they also kind of do it with the Hulk. Sorry, I was taking a big swig of you juice. You were. Uh, yeah, they, they do a bit of that with the Hulk, and, and they, they kind of do a little bit of it with Ant-Man as well. Two of which are... You know, interesting additions. Um, obviously, I, I still love Paul Rudd, and I think Ant-Man is a fantastic performance. What they do with the Hulk is a little bit more sort of... I don't know whether it fully landed. I, I saw what they were doing. I think we all predicted what they were going to do. Yep. It had to come to this point. Um, but it really only starts to shine sort of halfway through the movie. The first half is just a bit too much for me. I, I didn't really start enjoying the Hulk until, without spoilers, the mission began. Yeah, again, he was comic relief, and it was it was the jokes were landing, he got good, genuine laughs, but again, it just kind of robbed you of having the Hulk you want. You're left when with... Ant-Man is the more tragic and sympathetic character over the fucking yeah. Hulk... Yeah. There has been an issue. Yeah. Again, it's lucky it all lands. Otherwise, it might be a huge problem. It was, yeah. Ant-Man was my second choice of protagonist of this movie. They do do a really good job with Ant-Man's story. Yeah, like he... He's still bringing the funnies. Paul Rudd, he can't help but do that. Yeah. But but this is the thing. Because, because you start off with him in quite a... Not even like tragic, but like it's a very human emotions he's going through. Mm. And it's not all done for comedy that helps with that connection the fact that the first time we see hulk and pretty quickly when we see thor they're dropping jokes being funny and that's basically them for the rest of the movie hmm. ant-man flits between the two pretty regularly ant-man shares a really tense scene with tony stark early on yeah he does um, i was like oh wow i'm this is gonna be one of these just fluctuating emotional movies yeah but, and, but the thing is, with Ant-Man, they pull it off and it feels yep. genuine and it feels yep. like how this character would respond in a world that he's familiar enough with yeah. to feel like he can play a part in this bigger machine, yeah. but still unfamiliar enough that he is the fish out of water mm -hmm. as such. Or the fish out of the quantum realm, if you Oi! want to speak. No, very good performance from him. We really liked it. Um, well, of the OG Avengers, we only have one left. Yep. Uh, and Natalia, Ro Natasha Romanoff, 
who I didn't really... It's difficult because I will have to spoil stuff to really go into Nat. Yeah. Fine. There's as good a job as anybody else. Has some cool action scenes. Early on, she gets some quite nice character beats, I think. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, I would have to spoil it to okay. really. I talk think about I might it. be able to pick this up. Go on. So there's a prevalent theme across this film, and obviously, when you deal with an event like the snap, a lot of it revolves around loss. Mm hmm. The way that Black Widow responds to these events is with with a panic you've never seen. Yeah. That makes her infinitely more interesting to yeah. me. In that she's not cool. This Something has happened that she's not cool, calm, collected. She's not mission ready. She's yeah. worried, she's scared, and she's running. That is the most interesting this character has ever been to me. Yeah, I like her. I've always liked her, and I think Scarlett Johansson has always done a middling to good job. Yeah, this is the only time I have been really intrigued about what's going on in her head. Well, it's, uh, uh, this isn't really a spoiler. She's basically taking it how we thought Captain America would take it. Yeah, where Cap's actually more reflective on the whole thing. Like the second he sniffs a chance to correct it, he takes it. But I mean, like he's better at coping with it, whereas Nanny's just not. Kobe no. well. She's scrambling to try and find a way to undo what's yeah. been done. To a to not say often to a fault, but to a point where she's kind of assumed a director fury role. Yeah. And by it's, default. Yeah, and everyone's sort of taking orders from her, but is genuinely worried about her mental state. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird dichotomy to have this character in. This is what I mean, this is what makes this character interesting and what ultimately makes the conclusion of her story just sting. Yeah, it just stings, and but not in a good way. Uh, again, we'll have to I, I, spoilers I, to kind of pick. I it genuinely up. think I need another watch of the movie to see whether I truly appreciate the end of her arc. But it just stung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of it for the main characters. Um, Rocket is fine, still good, still funny, still good. Akoya doesn't really turn up. She's not in much of it, is she? And it's the no. same as Captain Marvel, who's also similarly not in the movie that much after they're both on the posters. <sighs> the problem with Captain America... Captain America? Uh. <sighs> Captain Marvel... Yes. ...stems from the Captain Marvel. It's the same problem I had over there. Yeah. Brie Larson is not bringing charisma... No. ...to this role. She's it's, bringing snark and not a good snark. It's 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 real planky. mm and I, I don't want to feel like it's not because she's a woman. Let's just get that out of the way. Well, it's just legitimate criticism. Listen, she's surrounded by really good female performances in this movie. That's a very good point, Michael. Well done. She um, is. Like, Nebula. Um, we'll come to Nebula in a bit, but yeah. more detail. Nebula has a very interesting arc. They do yeah. similarly cool things with Gamora, which yeah. I'm pretty sure isn't a spoiler. Um, Everyone, Scarlet Witch gets a good payoff yeah. moment. Yeah. Akoya gets a good payoff moment. Yeah. Shuri gets a good payoff moment. Valkyrie gets a good payoff moment. And yet, the problem is with Captain Marvel. <laughs> Again. Do you know what she is? Well, she's the worst versions of Superman. She kind of is. She's a Deus Ex Machina woman. Mm -hmm. She flies in, she solves the problems, she's boring about it, and then leaves. Yep. Like, I'm not giving the game away to say that whenever she turns up, she's the game changer straight away, mm. and she's the best, thank you for asking, and um, 
that's all there is to know about her. She's just the best. She's just overcorrection, and I find that kind of egregious. She's John Cena. Oh no! She wins all the She's time. She's boring. <laughs> she wins all the time. Do 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 do. Oh, and I'm of course referring to 2012 John Cena. John Johnny Workrate now he's great. Johnny oh, Workrate. He came out as his old thugonomics gimmick at WrestleMania, oh, no. doing his little raps. Um, so. Yeah, I, oh God, I'm really worried about that because yeah. she's clearly a big character going forward and I do still have faith in Brie Larson. And they did reveal she filmed this... This film was shot first before Captain Marvel. Mm. And I, if it, if I knew that, I was like, oh, well, she's just going to find a feat in this movie and then she'll be better in Captain Marvel. But she wasn't. So I'm <laughs> going to wait for a second one yeah. to see where that happens. But no, I didn't... Didn't much care for it, unfortunately. I'm glad they used her sparingly, mainly because yes. she was so annoying, and and secondly because it's in a film where we've seen people lose to this ultimate evil already. To have this character just fly in and solve the problem would have been particularly shitty. Yeah, it's not great. It's now, I think the biggest casualty mm. from Infinity War to Endgame, the character that comes out. With uh, with on the short end of the stick, mm. unfortunately, is the man himself. It is, isn't it? This is not the best Thanos movie. No, and it doesn't. It oh, I really can't tell you exactly why, but it just feels like a much lesser Thanos movie. It's not the payoff I thought we we're going to get, and not in a good way. It's not. It's inherently not the same Thanos, though. Yeah. And we have to spoil the movie in order to explain why exactly yeah. this is not the same character. But, yeah, the Infinity War was Thanos beats up the Avengers. Yeah. This movie is the Avengers undo things featuring Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like... You would have come out of that movie, as we both did, thinking... Well, it's all very well and good, but now I'm really excited to see Thanos get his ass handed to him. Yep. And um, we're not giving it away anything to say the bad guy loses, but he doesn't. It's not that satisfying, unfortunately. Things are taken over the things are done over the course of this movie that kind of rob that of all the gravitas it really could have had. Again, I think maybe to to make that that negative of a statement about this character, I think maybe would inhe- <clears throat> excuse me would involve another. What's going on? Would involve another um, a viewing of the movie? Yeah. Because I think we were so caught up, I certainly was so caught up in the raw emotion of seeing this film for the first time, yeah. that maybe my critical eye has been clouded a little. Maybe. And maybe there is more to unpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the surface, this is not the same character. This is, yeah. you know, it's it's a lesser version. If I mean, Josh Brolin, again, does a great job. Mm. But I think the problem is he's given a script that very closely echoes all the big grand stuff he was talking about in Infinity War. But one reason or another, they just didn't land as well as it did in that movie. Mm. He lacks he lacks a bit of punch and a bit of oomph in this movie. You may be, if you haven't seen the movie, first of all, you shouldn't be listening to this. No. But um, it's, again, we'd have to give away something to really explain why the gravitas is missing. But it's not there and it never gets recovered. So... No. Unfortunately, Infinity War will always be the best, best movie. movie. It's st- he's still by far and away the best villain in the MCU. Oh, 100%. Not even, even close. Even after this. Oh, 100%. Not even close. Mm. Um, and it's not to say, like, again, he doesn't have great action scenes 
and good lines. I don't think he's endlessly quotable in this movie as he was in the first one. No, I think they kind of spunked his best lines in the trailers. Yeah. Like, you know, you couldn't live with your own failure. Where did that bring you back to me? I That's a great line. Yeah, it is. But it's just, oh, it's such a, it's it's a bit of a come down, unfortunately. He was always going to have to be a lesser being in this one because you can't do two villain protagonist movies back to back. No, and ultimately he does have to... He know, has to lose. He has to lose. That That's why this movie is set up this way. And most people will see that as going back to the old Marvel problem of these things being quite formulaic. Mm. But there's a reason that we have to go back to the bad guy loses because that is a satisfying end to a story. Yeah, exactly. You can't have the bad guy win two movies in a row. And then that be the last movie in your story. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. So, so Moving on, everyone's <sighs> fucked. Like, you, you can't... You don't start the next chapter with everyone's fucked. Well, Jacob Marley's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's going to have to be it for non-spoilers. Trust me, this is, you, you're probably looking at the run length and thinking, why are they talking for another three hours? Well, there's that much to unpack. One last question. I'll go on. Before we go to the spoilers... Do you think this is a satisfying conclusion to the Infinity Saga? Yes. I think there's things, as always, that could have been done differently, things that I feel could have been improved upon. Um, But considering all it had to tie together, it gives a fucking Herculean effort to tie everything together. Mm. Coming at the end of this movie, there was nothing like, oh, I'm annoyed they didn't do more about that Mm. or more about this. There's, I have problems with how they got from point A to point B a little bit. I have a lot more positives about how they did that as opposed to negative, but there's some medium to big problems there. Yeah. But I am very satisfied. The, it, thankfully, its strength is in the, the characters it needs to give big payoffs to get big payoffs that feel earned, feel deserved, and you feel like, right, I'm happy. We can now move on to a new, a new, story. A new phase. Like, this is... I know this is the end of Phase 3, but in reality, it's the end of Phase 1. Yeah. And we're now going on to a a brave new world. So it's... As far as conclusions go, ending is hard. Because, again, it's... It doesn't feel like an ending. No. It feels like an ending for some, but for the vast majority of people, they're just going to carry on. Yeah. Um, Also, real quick before spoilers, there are no post-credit scenes. No, don't bother. Don't wait. You called this. You were correct. You yeah, want, they want you to stew on what's just happened. So fair play to them. Yeah, and uh, you know, don't don't sit around waiting for another fifteen minutes for a scene that's not coming. I did, having checked on my phone and been told we haven't seen one. But I was like, oh, but this is all the press screenings. What if it wasn't in the press screenings? Mm. I don't want to be the dickhead who walks out and he's like, oh yeah, Wolverine just turned up and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you are free to. I was the one you worry. said before this to fake Rachel. <laughs> Uh, Danny DeVito Danny is Wolverine. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Rob Schneider is a kid. <laughs> exactly, I didn't want to be that twat who missed out on Rob Schneider carrot. Yeah. So there we go. Jim Carrey and fuck you, you're watching anyway. <laughs> Ready PG-13. Just genuinely me, I would, I've watched Jim Carrey and everything. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I agree with you. I think that this is, if you are a Marvel fan, if you are a fan of the MCU, if you are a fan of superhero movies, if you... As somebody who consumes this media and was looking for what feels like a final chapter in the story you've been watching, you're not going to be disappointed. Not at all. It is It is not 
definite in its ending. What it is is resolute for yeah. its characters. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm excited for what comes next. Although Kevin Feige has now come out and said, well, I don't consider the end of Phase 3 to be this. It's actually Spider-Man. I feel like that is mostly because it's like, please don't forget that the Spider-Man film's coming out in June because you're going to be fucking talking about this film for 12 months like you were the last one because you made a good movie. Like, you know. just fucking just let go, Kevin. Yeah. Um, just play with your X-Men toys. Please, please play with your X-Men Get toys. Get playing with them. Um, yeah, it's... It's good. It's as good as it ever could have hoped to have been in terms of wrapping a film. It feels... It felt big. It yeah. felt like a big moment in cinema history. And I know that might be slightly hyperbolic, but I mean, it's about to make all the fucking money. It's about to make all the fucking money. And genuinely, this exercise has never been completed to this scale before. No. Nothing DC. exists like this. <laughs> what is a DC? Ah. Damn crap. No, that was a shit joke. Oh, we've got Shazam. And I like Shazam. I still haven't, fucking this. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> We'll see it. Um, then just playing in two different like bodies of water now. <laughs> yeah, it's like Shazam is the cool, fun movie about one dude, and Endgame is oh, <laughs> forty dudes doing cool things. It's like they're in the sea, you're in like a paddling pool. It's like a good paddling pool, don't get me wrong. You're, you're face down in a dripping tap there in the Atlantic, like you know. Yeah, apparently, Aquaman was good, so they might be on the swing room, but I mean. I, I mean, I, I don't think they've got a decade left to try and turn things around. So there we go. Yeah. Right. It gives me great pleasure. This is your last chance yeah. to get out before we spoil the shit out of this movie. Because here comes the spoiler alert! And in three, okay. two, one. Oh! <laughs> fucking hell. So This movie just likes punching you in the fucking gut, doesn't it? It does, but then it makes you feel real happy afterwards. I know. If... I hadn't taken the world's longest piss before this movie to make sure there was no moisture in my body. I think I might have cried. I was like, I can't go, I can't risk it because if I go out and come back in and they go like, oh, what's happened? Oh, it's like Hawkeye's dead. I'm like, oh, okay, I've missed that. Um, yeah, oh, God. What do you even, what do you, even, I know what I want to fucking start with. Right, okay. I clapped at one point. I clapped at two points. Can you have a guess at what I. Just went. It wasn't like an actual clap. It was just a big like that. Just like a. What do you think caused me to do that? We Michael? shouldn't do that. It spikes on the audio. It spikes on the audio. There's only one thing it can be, right? Which was. Oh, actually, it can be two things. No, come on, have a guess. Which one are we spoiling first? I. I think it's cat with me on it. It's cat with me on. <laughs> My boy. He's oh. worthy. He's always been worthy. Oh. I just literally clapped my hands and went, that's my boy! That's my boy! Get him! You know what I did? Go on. Um, (laughs) So you know when we watched Power Rangers and Go Go started? I did that. The leg punch. My leg still hurts. Ah! (laughs) I was so, oh my God. Driving home was painful. I caught myself like (laughs) right above the kneecap. Not once. I didn't stop at once. I was like, this is so good! Oh my god, I'm so happy. Motherfucker just started spinning that shit like a Beyblade. It's so (laughs) bad. He lets it rip. And then he's double teaming him with the two. He's got the shield and the hammer. It's the greatest. It's the greatest goddamn thing. And I was like, he's so dead. Yeah, I thought he was going to die. He's achieved his final form and now he's going to die for (laughs) us. He's achieved his final form. This motherfucker went mega. It was just unreal. Happy that it got to happen like that. Right. What were your two clap moments? Oh, let me have a guess. Okay, I'm going to guess I am Iron Man. No. Okay. Uh, So one was Mjolnir. 
I'm guessing it's all the um, portals opening. The portals, I was like, yeah, it was. It's assemble and the oh. dash forward. It's when they fucking they decide to like Iron Mango Kaiju. Yes, fucking Valkyrie comes in on the flying unicorn, yeah. and then you just see Cap land, pick up Mjolnir, and just go assemble. I was like, <gasps> for the first time ever, you see Thanos. He's Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, that, that was worried, visibly fucking worried. And you know that everybody's uh, background is either going to be the team shot, or it's going to be um, Thanos's army with Cap standing on his own. Oh. That's going to be everyone's background oh. the second that comes it's out. Like Tiananmen right. Square all over again. He just he just walked at him because that's what he does. Because he's the captain. He's the fucking leader of this. Right. Okay. okay. We're going to have to come back to this. Let's go back Assembly. to the start of the movie. The start. Oh, the blue balls on that That's bad boy. horrible, the isn't it? twist yeah. of, oh yeah, the stones have gone. I'm just a per- I'm just oh, I, I thought you were on about fucking fam- oh, Hawkeye's yeah. family oh, getting Oh dusted. yeah, I forgot about that. That was so well done. Yeah. So subtle. They could have gone with like seeing the dust happen. Like a dun dun, but just the, they're not there. They're and not like there. the panic in his voice. And, yeah. it's so, and again, that's why I think he's the protagonist. Mm. You start with him at his lowest and you end with him at his highest. Yeah. And he has... I mean, everybody on a on a on a level has lost a lot. Yeah, but it really does feel like he got out. He was done with being a superhero. He'd saved the world countless times, <laughs> and then the worst possible thing to happen comes back and bites him in the exactly. ass. Exactly, he gets a mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> his uh, his all business haircut. I know. That. Yeah. Oh my Jesus god. Jesus Christ. He, I really like Jeremy Renner in this. There is a really, <laughs> really like. Don't him. like his haircut. There's an interesting character story to be made for Hawkeye, isn't there? The 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 path that he takes into becoming the Ronin. Yes, is fucking well, interesting. It's only really kind of one scene of him being the Ronin. He very quickly it's, goes back to being. I mean, it's a three-hour fucking movie, and even then, it feels like it's not done enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we get one scene of like awesome banners. Like Hawkeye murdering people, killing and the then shit out of people in total. He's back to being Hawk Dad, like almost straight away. <laughs> there's a bit of, there's like a kind of an intermediary scene when he comes back and he's got the tattoo and he's all, yeah, yeah, cool biker dad. And then immediately, <laughs> and then and then Hawkeye's back. I'm not like, gonna lie, okay. I think on the rolling look looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I love that. It's not a black leather fetish, I swear to God. But <laughs> it's just, oh God, yeah, he has. It's it's really good, but. I think now I'll quickly touch on why the Natasha death yeah. felt a bit empty to me. It's not that they've killed death. They have. But it felt like, because we know the Black Widow movie's coming, and we don't know if it's a prequel, sequel, or whatever. I but, think it's going to be a prequel. Well, now I do. But hmm. No, I mean, I was always of the opinion it was yeah. going to be the Red Room years, the, the bits that we glimpsed right. in uh, Ultron. Yeah. But it just it didn't feel like that was the end of that character. Mm. I can't buy into that the last we've seen of Natasha Romanoff. I think this is why we both need a second viewing because yeah. I th- it's only on reflection thinking about Natasha's helplessness in... Yeah. And this is what actually makes her quite similar to Nebula and to Rocket is mm. that they've both not had a family, found one and then lost it. Yeah. And that's that's a scary thing to have to go through. It but, is. Natasha's sacrifice doesn't make sense if she's so desperate to get that family back. It doesn't make the impact that the same scene in Infinity War makes. No, it doesn't. When Thanos is chucking... And obviously because you spent so much time, more time with Thanos, mm. and it's a bit of a surprise that he turns out he does genuinely love Gamora before he fucks her off a cliff. Yeah. Like, that... The, the ultimate yeet. Yeah. <laughs> that, that hit home. 
But and even then, that's me thinking. I still don't believe Gamora's properly gone. I think we definitely. Well, she's not properly gone, is she? Well, I'm, I, you know, yeah, that yeah, Gamora, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. If Guardians of the Galaxy Three isn't the search for Spock, I don't know what it is. Like, surely that's what that movie has to be, right? They're going to go and find. Surely it's right. Right. The 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 grab for Gamora. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything else. And with the if, G. if Natasha happens to turn up at the same time, they get Gamora back from whatever Ujima flip they go and save her from. Mm-hmm. Then so be it. I worry that's me kind of ruining that death for me that didn't have the impact. Yeah. It, when Hawkeye was going off, I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, you've done you've done growth things." I enjoyed that they had a fight to see who could kill themselves first. <laughs> that was an interesting concept it for a, a scuffle. That it was. was. Um, yeah, it, so that unfortunately kind of what put a cloud over Natasha mm. for me. Um, I genuinely think they should have waited on that. I think that should have been the thing that made Hulk go back to being Hulk. Yes. Rather than being, is it Professor Hulk or Profes- Professor Green? Professor Hulk, I think. Professor Hulk. Yeah, the kind of Grey Hulk merge mm. um, version of it, which, good for laughs, but because he's like a bit of a pacifist now... <laughs> There is that funny scene where he can't buy to smash stuff in, in New York. I was talking to, to my girlfriend today and I and I, <laughs> I, I, I pretended to be making up uh, fake rumours but then I went, oh, Hulk dabs! And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that did happen. Yeah, he did. Um, that's yeah. a thing. Dab. I didn't need to hear that. I didn't need to hear that in my movie. Uh, but there we go. That's a fucking yeah. thing. Again, the, the jokes land, which is helpful. So the bit where Cap's like, you best smash some stuff and he's like, ah. Yeah. But yeah. it then feels like we didn't get... The payoff from Infinity War always felt like Hulk will come out right as he's needed it's when Thanos two. is about to win. I thought when he had Captain Marvel, I thought this is the point where we're going to get like... It's clear that there's been a change. Yeah. Old Hulk's back and he's just waffling fucking Thanos in the face. That's what I wanted and you're kind of robbed of that. Mm. Although he does save the universe... He does. That's kind of brushed under the carpet. There's actually yeah. Hulk who brings everyone yeah. back. Hulk does the thing. He does. The thing is done by Hulk. Like a top lad. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was what... Now, Thor. Right. I've always wanted a superhero body. Not like this. <laughs> not oh, like God, this. Oh, God, not like this. It's too real. <laughs> you got your boy back. I got my boy back. You got... You got Meek yeah. and, um, and Korg, Korg sitting in Norway playing Fortnite. <laughs> He's called me a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that scene. This... I I hate everything about Fat Thor, but the second he starts interacting with Korg and Meek, I'm like, I'm not done with these characters. I, this is the thing. The jokes landed all <laughs> yeah. the way through, and I really wish they didn't so I'd have more to hate. But, like, the oh, problem... You're coming in. If you want the Wi-Fi password, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> problem is it's then at the end of the movie where it's like we want you to take Thor seriously again because mm. he's got a cool beard now and he's got the old armour on and he's dual wielding and you it's just a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm like no I still know he's got a beer belly <laughs> yeah. I can't take this version of Thor seriously I enjoy that even though he had the beer belly they still somehow moulded the abs into yeah, his arm yeah he still abs he's fine <laughs> um, he's got fat man abs it was abs. Uh, <laughs> it was problematic and I feel like it robbed it was the same problem with the Hulk and considering there were four... Uh, yes, there were six Avengers, but yeah. really there was four. The core four are there. And it felt like two halves of them didn't get the payoff they did. The other two, on the other hand... Oh, Jesus. Are, I, we, are we talking about I that I think now? we both called it. Of like, right, of the big 
three, so we take Hawk out the occasion, mm. of the big three, it was like, one will die, one will... Have a happy a, ending. One will come to a permanent end, and one will live. Yeah. So they won't be dead, but they'll be taken out, gone. And yeah. I was like, Iron Man's dead, Thor's going on, Cap has a happy ending. He ha- he's gone, because obviously Steve, uh, Chris Pratt said... Chris Pratt? Chris, Chris Evans. Evans said, I'm done, yeah. I'm signing off, I'm good. I genuinely thought, the second, like you say, the second Cap got hold of Mjolnir, I thought, this is the greatest thing Captain America's ever done, and this is exactly how he dies. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Um, and I incorrectly called, I said, everyone's dying except Thor. Wasn't all wrong. Um, no. But which one are we talking Give about? Give me five years and... Yeah. Yeah, he'll... And, and Cap will be gone, yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, okay, well, let's do Cap first. Okay. Um, so he gets his dance. <laughs> he gets his dance. He's... He gets some. He gets some funny lines. He does. We didn't even mention the best line in the whole film. That's America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just a whole thing of him checking out his own ass. Yeah. <laughs> in the past, which thing oh, he gets. That's America's ass. I think he gets the best callback scene. Yeah. I was a little giddy when he gets in the lift. I thought, are we going to oh, get round two of this? And then, and then they pull the thing from the comics, yeah. and they and they kind of flip that on its head, and they get him to say how hot. I was like. This is fucking clever. Again, it's it's that marriage of people who've enjoyed the movies and people who enjoy the source material. It's yeah. like, this is meant for you. They're just going to crap. We're going to fucking throw everything yeah. at the wall to see what's six. It's, it's the, so good. The entire film is the exact payoff warning for Captain America. Yeah. One, it stops anybody from saying, oh, why is Captain America your favourite? I'm like, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> like, 200 plus people... Followed him and him alone. <laughs> Is there any doubt that he's not in command of this fucking situation? He phoned everyone. That's all I need oh to say. Oh my god, he, he phoned everyone. He phoned everyone. <laughs> the, I really like the bit. It was very subtly done. When like, obviously the Hulk does the snap and yeah. the, the no one turns up. And you just hear Sam come over the radio. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the saints like, are coming. Steve, Steve. On your left, I was like, oh, "You beautiful bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Oh. He gets the perfect payoff of like he gets to save the world one more time. Yeah, and then he gets to go have his dance with Peggy Carter and, and live a life. Gets, now, yeah, he gets married to Peggy Carter. He lives he a full life. My only issue is, you know how temperamental I am. Yep. when it comes to time travel. Yep. I think I'm going to have to sit down and draw a line graph just so I can <laughs> say like, okay, so at one point there was three Captain Americas that were in existence. <laughs> yeah. So there was time travel one, other time travel one, an actual one. Uh, that Okay, so cool. There was actual one with America's ass. There was time travel one trying to get the scepter. And then there was old man Steve Rogers yes. just somewhere yeah. in their house. Although they, they showed... Um, Nebula talking to Nebula, so it's clear that they're not dealing with like, oh, you've caused a fucking paradox. They do, they they do that a lot in this film. They they yeah. start shouting out like, okay, we're not playing with this movie's rules. Yeah, and they do that quite in, in quite a meta narrative with Scott Lang trying to, because he's like, I understand the quantum realm. However, when it comes to time travel, I'm not sure which movie I'm supposed to compare it to. Yeah, I like that a lot. I am thankful they brought back Tilda Swinton. To do some dialogue. Yeah. Completely uh, unexpected um, appearance. Yeah, there. I liked it. really liked her inclusion. That she was joining in the Battle of New York. Um, I I like the fact they just brought her in to go like, 
Right, nerds, <laughs> fucking listen to this. Listen. This is how it makes sense, okay? And y'all, it, y'all ever heard of chaos theory? Here we fucking go. <laughs> I do feel like if I put it under any amount of scrutiny, which I should do, I'm not going to, but if I should, <laughs> I should hold it to high standards, I'm not going to. I should I critique to the movie as a movie critic, however. But I want to enjoy it. I'm so enjoying myself. And I know that I only take it only takes like a minor thing for me to be thrown off a time travel movie, mm. so that. But it just left the opportunity too open for yeah. him to have old man. The fact no one noticed there was an old bloke sat on a, on a bench right yeah. next to the... For ages. Yeah. Yeah, he must have been there for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, his, his approach was not quick. Yeah. He's an old man. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so he gets the, the best send-off. I'm so happy that he got to live a life. He hands it off to Sam. Interesting choice. Um, <laughs> Someone behind me. <laughs> yeah, blacked in America. <laughs> I was like, oh no. In all of Marvel's efforts to be progressive, that's the fucking reaction you get in the Midlands. Blacked in America. Blacked in America. I did laugh. I uh, must admit, I did we, laugh. We laugh, but we shouldn't. Um, there's quite a few people when Black Panther turned up and you said, oh, I can't have a I was like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> okay, more right. Yeah. Um, I'm genuinely surprised it wasn't Bucky. Genuinely surprised. Purely because this that would have felt like a bigger arc payoff. Yeah. The entire through line of Captain America has been the redemption of Bucky Barnes since Winter Soldier. To the point where Captain America was willing to go toe-to-toe with his then-best friend yeah. in order to prove Bucky's innocence. And then he's right at the the last moment. He's like, I've gone back. I've lived my full life. And the shield goes to Carl. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about the big man. Carl. <laughs> There's a Simpsons quote for everything. Um, we need to give praise to this inanimate carbon rod. Um, it's... Well, uh, to me, it felt a bit like, there you go, son. Enjoy your side series. <laughs> Off your shot to Disney+. Plus. Yep. Um, but no, it was. It felt earned. It's the, it's the happiest ending it could have been for the man. Yeah. I feel like Thor, he didn't really get a happy ending. Like, Asgard's kind of back. It's a shitty fishing village in Norway, so I'm all right. Um, but then, uh, Tony. It I'm had so, to happen. It had to like how we... I I called it wrong, but I knew he was gonna die. Yeah, it was halfway through the movie. I became convinced, like no, Tony's the one who's got to make the sacrifice play. And earlier in the movie, in the review, sorry, I was talking about how um, Infinity War tries to set up how essentially Tony Stark and Thanos are two sides of the same coin. Yeah, two men on a path, convinced that they are supposed to be protecting the universe. Yeah. And how they pay that off is... Oh, it's so good. Fucking hell. Um, the journey starts with the same words that began it. That is... Oh. That's poetry, man. That's and fucking his, brilliant. His death scene is so well handled. It's all the people you'd want to be next to Tony Stark yeah. when he died. So the, you get... The words he last hit before you say that. The words he last hears. Apart from when Spider-Man came back and yeah. that was emotional and many other moments oh, where it was God, super cool. emotional. But the line, it's okay, Tony, we're safe, you can rest now. I was like, fuck oh, my God. heart. God. Oh, and then they send his little reef across the lake. With, with the, the proof Tony Stark has a heart. I'm like, fucking hell. Did you figure out who random teenager was? I did. The young kid from Iron Man Yeah, I had to look it up. Again, if you watch 21 movies, you better reference fucking all of them. (laughs) I was like, 
A little bit of me was like, oh, wait, have they just teased somebody that we don't know yeah, about? Yeah, it's like, hmm, Arno Stark? Like, you know. <laughs> no, I was like, is that is that a Nova? Could that be a Nova? I don't know enough about Nova. Um, so they know it was just yeah. Tyson. Um, Who cares is the question. Exactly nobody. Um, yeah, it was, it had to be thematically mm. in the end. It had to be him who ended it. It did. And hell of a job. He's not. He's not been my favourite character. Everyone likes Tony Stark, but he's not. He didn't tend to be your favourite. But I'm glad it was him who got to make the sacrifice play instead of Cap because this felt like his happy ending. Again, it 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 starts this saga, the Infinity Saga, as it's now being referred to, starts and ends with Iron Man, and mm. that is that's just. Good planning. That's thematically yeah. correct. That's what made it feel like it. Anything makes it feel like an ending. That's as close as it gets. To yeah. Saying like right now that you're you're ten years worth of <laughs> the two that. figureheads of this story both die. That's yes. important. It they is. They both have to go away. Yeah. So that there are no shadows over what comes next. Yep. So now that's just being mushy out the way. Let's just talk about all the fun things. That yeah. Happen. I mean, Tony Stark had a kid. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I know. The that was fuck. I was that like, was oh, okay. She went out to the little house like, did he get a dog? <laughs> Does a dog need a chair? Like, and then and then a child steps out and I'm like, oh, oh, fucking hell. They've all got daughters. Hmm. Ant-Man. Ant-Man has Cassie. Um, Hawkeye, well, he has sons too, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just occurred to me. What? We're not getting any more of the 10-year-old actress they had to do Cassie, who was really cute. No, they've aged her up. Aww. I think it's... I genuinely think it's an, it's a conceited effort to set up a Young Avengers movie. It's got to be right. Hawkeye's kid, Ant-Man's kid, who has apparently definitely got powers, according to one of our friends, Tony Stark's kid. Yeah, it's all kind of... They're really going to lean into it. All they've got to do is introduce... You could, intru- you could bring back Loki. He's dead. He's definitely fucking dead. But you could bring back Loki... Yeah. And all you have to do is introduce Hulkling and you've pretty much got a roster. Yeah, you, you essentially. Could, you could do it. You could make a Young Avengers film now. And that's... I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. But, yeah. No more cute young Cassie. Sorry. We'll get back to the point I was making. Loki uses a space stone to teleport his ass out of Avengers Tower. In a branch universe that gets sealed off by putting the stone back. So a lot, of, all the Loki fans are going to be, buddy, buddy, teleported out. I'm like, yeah, but the stone went back to where it was supposed to be, which undid that entire branch, so it's gone, according okay. to the very logic of this film. So where I'm coming from, Loki is still dead, and it also makes his death more impactful. This is why you don't fuck around with time travel. Yeah, because otherwise you have to sit there and fucking explain mm. it. But it was the only way this film was going to do it. It, it was, was the only was. way. And it's the only way they get to pay off the greatest 20 minutes of any superhero movie you've ever seen. <sighs> So many payoffs in a quick succession of just seeing the saints arrive of, oh my God, everyone is here. Phone everyone. Everyone This is the closest we're getting to it until they decide that they're going to do Galactus. This is the closest we're getting to it. And what we haven't even talked about the second opening scene of the movie. Oh yeah. Your blue ball. Blue ball. Of I'm just grimaced now. (laughs) The stones are gone. Off with my head. (laughs) Which I was like... Well, that's one way of opening it, but that was the problem I was alluding to before the spoiler warning. Because they emasculate Thanos in the first ten minutes, and you never see ultimate Thanos again, that's not the Thanos you end up defeating in that final battle. No. You were defeating 
still very good Thanos, still holds his own, still comes very close to being full-paid Thanos. Mm. But that's what makes it feel like it yeah. didn't have the punch it needed. Now, maybe they did that because it was like, well, he's God. You couldn't... There's no way we could have done that to them to actually be able to defeat the Thanos they went up against. That just cannot happen. The problem was is that Thanos is a defunct God by in, in the first few minutes. 2018-2019 Thanos yeah. is a God that has served his purpose. Yeah. And no longer wishes to exist. He didn't fight his end in that five first five minutes. No. He knew it was inevitable. And that's a theme, the inevitability yeah. of of his existence and his role in this franchise. Um but when they introduce twenty fourteen well, when they reintroduce twenty fourteen Thanos, yeah. it is in every way, shape or form the lesser version of that character. It's a character that is learning about what he's what he's destined to do yeah. and comes across... Well, the thing is, I, if I'm being charitable, it's a fantastic way of showing that no matter how right Thanos thought he was and convinced you that he was in Infinity War, yeah. in proving that his method of the decimation, the snap, whatever you want to call it, was the only way to save the universe, yeah. this movie goes the other way and shows you that he was a murderous, bloodthirsty yeah. zealot. But that was so much more subtle in Infinity War. It was. And I think... Well, that's the problem. It's not even about subtlety. It's the exact opposite. Of It felt like Infinity War was all hype to... These, these two parties will meet again and they will fight again. How are we going to get out of this problem? Mm. But... In doing that, it feels like you were robbed of the true payoff of them beating full-powered Thanos. Yeah. And it just... it Very little can ruin that last 20 minutes. And trust me, it does not even scratch it. But it feels like it... Just that last little bit of punch it needed for them to feel like they truly beat him. Mm. They did. At one point, he has the glove on and has the stones. But it... it it lacked that little bit, Michael. It's really annoying. I know, that it does. I know. It's just that little bit. It's that little asterisk just up here. It's, it's tiny. But it's, it's not there. the annoyance of subversion that we got in, say, the Last Jedi. It's, Good God, no, no. It's subversion, but it's not. It, it's it's. I, I like that I didn't see it coming. I like that they did something completely unexpected. Yeah. Much like I didn't think they'd have the balls to do Infinity War. Yeah, and with this, it's like, well, well, I know where this is going. Oh fuck, no, I don't. I've no idea where this is going. No, um, but it's it's luckily not so far as the writers go. Well, the Jedi and Sith are fucking nothing. Enjoy my movie. I want to make my, my Avengers st- movie. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that? It no, was... God, no. Please do not think this is me criticizing it to like a, a big degree. It's just I have to pick parts in it. Because otherwise we're just going to be sat here for the next fucking four hours going, oh, wasn't it great when this happened? <laughs> Pretty much. Like... Well, we'll have that moment in a minute. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, we can just rattle them off. Seeing Star-Lord dance through the planet, but you're seeing it from Nebula and, and War Machine's point of view. Of like, yeah. he's just thinking to himself and he looks a bit weird. I thought I thought that pairing was so weird up until when Don Cheadle said, you know, that they're, they're alike because they were altered and they yeah. work with what they've got. I was like... Oh, fucking hell, that's actually a really yeah. good analogy for how they're both physically and emotionally damaged. Yep. Like, this is so well thought out and I didn't consider fucking yep. any of it. So that was great. Seeing seeing Hulk pose with children and take pictures. <laughs> and say dab. Yeah. A lot of what Thor was doing, really funny. 
some of the action scenes for it, like the the redoing of the Battle of of New York, is really well done. The way that they flesh out what happened after I'll take that drink now. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that's America's <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> Oh, Scotland might be the MVP. Genuinely, <laughs> might just, be. Everything he does is hilarious. Um, cap versus Cap, hell of a thing. That's a hell of a hell thing. Hell of a thing. Um, and so on and so forth. You really, we can't sit here and just wax lyrical about everything good about this movie. We can. It would just be boring. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just. I'm really happy. It's mad. We live in a world where we can make this type of movie. Yeah. And this is a once-in-a-generation thing that's going to be made. I, I don't see them ever getting back to this point, unless they absolutely nail Fantastic Four, X-Men, Deadpool, and everyone else they've got left. I It just doesn't feel like... I mean, Spider-Man is still in play. So in my opinion, the greatest Marvel character they have is still in play. So that's fine. He's still not back at the top of the pantheon, though, is he? He's not, he's not on top. No, he isn't, but I mean... He never really again, is in the comics. We don't know what's coming after Spider-Man. That's the weird thing. Yeah. There's there's definitely two Marvel movies next year. We don't know a fucking thing about them. We know Black Panther is shooting. Yeah. Black Panther's getting a sequel. Captain Marvel's getting a sequel. Uh, um, Doctor Strange is getting, getting a, a sequel. sequel. Guardians is getting the third movie. Yeah. And a, that'll presumably, a away. presumably be the end of the Guardians after that. I would have thought so. Well, everyone else has only got three. Well, so. presumably that means we're going to get an Ant-Man three. To close that trilogy out. Um, I don't know what you I'm, do in that movie. Me neither. But there we go. I'm down. Um, but yeah, we don't we don't know. Yeah. There's, got, there's going to be X-Men movies. There's going to be a Fantastic Four movie. There's rumblings soon. about Black Widow. Shang-Chi's in the mix. Oh yeah, I saw that. Mm. All right. Don't know what to make of that. If it's fixing the, the, the sins of Iron Fist, I'm Iron all for Fist it. Iron Fist, good. Oh, we did get some hope. For all you TV characters out there. Yes, I remember that. Because Jarvis was there. Oh, can we talk about that 1970s scene? Absolutely. That was fucking great. It was real good. I'm, I'm glad that... Because um, another theme that's running throughout um, the ju- double act of Infinity War and uh, Endgame, and also kind of bleeds into other movies, like the Iron Man movies and the Guardians movies, is the theme of Sins of the Father. Yeah. I'm glad that Tony got a resolution to find out his dad wasn't the asshole he thought he was. Yes. And... He he did he wasn't racked with guilt because he thought he didn't miss him and his death meant something and it was just he was a good man and See, oh, it's a beautiful all thing. All of my problems logistics wise with a time travel movie, it opens up these type of opportunities. Which I feel like this movie needed to differentiate itself from the other Avengers movies. Because mm. otherwise it would again just be a load of lads loads of lads smacking a purple guy. Yep. Like and eventually it boils down to that. But I mean it gives the, the the rest of the movie a lot to do. Yeah. And you get a lot of very interesting character payoffs because of that yep. storytelling device. So I'm appreciative oh, of when, that at the very least. When, when Steve sees Peggy through the glass. Oh, oh. I thought that was it. I thought it was like, this is the final time he sees Peggy Carter. And I'm so glad it wasn't. I'm so glad it wasn't. But fucking Jarvis turns up. There's, There's hope. hope. There's hope, Matt Murdock. There's hope <laughs> in two years' time. There's <laughs> Oh god, I, I that made me quite happy because I really miss um, Agent Carter. Yeah, it was the first series was fucking great, it, it, particularly Jarvis. Jarvis mm. in particular was the best character in that show, and I'm glad it opens the door now. I thought this would have been the one where you see even a fleeting glance of the Agents of Shield. If we'd just seen Daisy um, and uh, oh my god, I forgot the name because I haven't watched it in a while. Agent, oh god, the two of them. 
Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons, or, yeah. Or, oh, God, what's her name? Um, I know uh, the actor's Ming Wan, uh, Ming Na Wen. Oh, of like course, that. her name is uh, Melinda May. Yes. Boom, there we go. I, this would have been the opportunity to chuck them in. Even if it was just in cameo appearances, I think I would have been okay with it. Two more community cameos, because they have to keep their boys employed. You know the opening scene yes. where Captain America's doing the support group? Yes. The guy talking is Joe yeah, Russo. And the guy who comments, the old guy, is Jim Starlin, the creator of Thanos. Oh, yeah. oh that's neat. How <laughs> cool okay. is that? I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, Ken, Ken, Ken Yon turning up. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, I'm pretty sure that's Ken Jong. Uh, yeah. Let me check. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, that's Ken Jong. I think they've got basically everybody. They haven't got John McHale to be in any of them yet. Uh, I don't think. The but Russos won't leave this franchise. They have said they're not doing one for a while. For a while? That doesn't mean they're never coming back. No, that's a very good point. Fucking What's hell. even left to say at this point, Maggle? The I mean, ending fight is the greatest fucking thing. And it's just, it's all the payoffs all the time. Dual wielding the hammers. Activate kill mode. Activate kill mode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking playing hot potato with the gauntlet. Yeah, it's I, just. I am Iron Man. I, it's it's everything Fucking... I could have hoped for. Thank God it wasn't. The I last even Jedi. enjoyed Captain Marvel one bombing the dreadnought. I even enjoyed that. I did. I did, but when it looked like, oh, don't worry, Captain Marvel here, she's just going to beat up Thanos. Don't. <laughs> she gets. Don't worry about bitch it. Slapped. Thank God. Um, Still really bland. Just... They really pushed that oh, scene. The one bit that was like, all right, lads, you're laying it on a bit thick here. With Captain Marvel getting the gauntlet and then yeah. going, she's got back up and all the... over it. Suddenly, <laughs> all of the female Avengers are here. It's like, mm, okay, we get it. A-Force is a thing. Like, we know. Yeah, I'm all for an A-Force movie. I'll be down as fuck for that. I just feel like it was like, oh, God. All right, guys, we get it. Wonder Woman beat you to the punch and now you're overcompensating in the biggest way possible. I just feel like in the background, like the directors of uh, Captain Marvel were blasting Spice Girls <laughs> at that exact moment. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. Although you know. that, that does lead to one of the best scenes in that fight. And let me tell you, every part of that fight is the best scene. One of my favourites was Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will punch. Beats the ever loving pitter. <laughs> I did like that from Fanals. It was basically his version of, for you, it was the worst day of your life. For me, it was, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Everyone gets a go on the big guy. It's so good. It's so good. I, it's a, I really wish... There's a couple of things I wish we got. I wish we got Hulk versus Thanos round two. I wish yes. we got that. I wish Star-Lord had more to do in that end fight, but that's only because Star-Lord's my boy. Mm. Although he did get a really good scene where he realises Gamora is back. Yeah, that was quite nice before he gets his wrist broken by us. Like, Don't touch me. He was not like... Nebula coming over and says, "It's like she's like, is that the guy? He's like, yeah, it was either him or a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Groot doesn't get to do much. He doesn't. That's a bit annoying. But again, there's places for him. I really do feel like the Groot Rocket reunion should have been more of a thing. Yeah, I mean, they clung to each other. That was quite nice when yeah. it all looked like he was coming over. And then it was all over to Wong to save the day. <laughs> all right, Wong. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yes, umbrellas for everybody. Yes. Yeah, in, in short... Uh. I don't know what's beating this. Is Somebody um, described the end scene mm. to imagine Ready Player One, but you care about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's Ready Player One, but you care about every motherfucker on that battlefield. Oh, God, DC, but no, I've got no chance. 
Jones. God. Nothing's beating this, Darren. It's the greatest third act of any movie think, ever. Think, just think about it, right? In that last scene, there's probably 20 to 30 named characters that you know who they are. Plus groups of people who you know who yes, they are. Like all the Wakandans, all the... Everyone else it turns up. Yeah, Umbaku's back. How long How long would it take DC to even scratch the surface of giving us 30 characters? They couldn't do six. Shit? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they really failed with three. Like, Charities, I cared about was, one of those people. <laughs> just touch, touch and go when they just had Superman. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm what? into Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. How do you compete? <laughs> you just don't. Pack it up, lads. Pack it up. Go. You're doing well on TV. Just pack it up. Go over there. It's oh, fine. Just start I've, again. I've started wrapping up Gotham now. Apparently that got good. I fucking doubt it. No, no, no. no. You don't come out of that pit. No. Chaos isn't a ladder, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... JJ has got to pull off the, a fucking miracle <laughs> yeah. to get um, Rise of Sky... Rise of, is it Rise of the Skywalker? The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. A miracle has to happen to drag that across the finish line to make it number one. I can call number one now. It's going to be this. Uh, yeah, well, put the competition, Spider-Man, it's going to feel like a, a lesser movie no matter how good it is because it's going to be a come down. Yep. It can be tighter and be funnier and it can do a lot of things better, but it can't match the scope. No. The Rise of Skywalker, because The Last Jedi was such a misstep and took... For all the things it does right, you can't say it carries momentum through very well from Force Awakens. Nope. So they're starting off cold, which this film did not have a problem with. Nope. So that. And I mean, what even else is there? Like, I can't think of anything. You no, know, I, I did come out last night and go, well, Detective Pikachu's going to have a, hand, <laughs> a, a job on its hand to get past that. <laughs> That's of... the one that has the best chance, though. That's the thing. I'm looking forward to a lot of things. If they but... genuinely pull off Detective Pikachu, and I mean, it'll be a Herculean no, effort. No, surely to go... that can't happen. Can you it's... imagine? I just, I want. To... Actually, I don't know whether I want to live in that reality because I gave myself a fucking dead leg watching this movie. <laughs> if there was any moisture in my body, I would have cried. The closest I have come to crying in a movie since Toy Story Three. I'll give you that. It was, it was a mosh. I. I was so excited when he got that hammer. It was the happiest I've possibly ever been watching a movie. I really dislike um, sort of lively cinema atmospheres. And I don't say that as mean I don't enjoy, you know, happiness. He requires silence. But, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm like, but clapping and cheering at a movie theatre. But I, I was doing it. Everyone was I applauded. I wooed. I punched myself in the fucking leg. <laughs> we all shouted Wakanda forever. It was yeah. great. Blacked in America happened. Blacked in America. <laughs> Just, oh, God. this is what it's about, man. This was our payoff. This was our reward. I feel sorry for our kids. At least when we were children, it was like, right, we're going to teach you about Star Wars. You've got three movies to watch. <laughs> right, we're going to teach you about the, uh, event, the Marvel series. You've got 21 to watch <laughs> till you get to the good one. Oh, God. Till you get to the payoff. Yeah, yeah. Good God. 22 movies in, 11 years of filmmaking... And all of it's fucking relevant now. Yeah. All like sometimes like you watch these movies like okay you don't need to watch this you can skip that. Yeah. Now it's like no no do your fucking homework. Yeah. All had to be there and it just and there's no end in sight. They've only just got they were playing with half the toy box. So there is so much more to come. The X Men themselves have been holding up a franchise for the better part of two decades. Oh, Wait, God. no, it's probably more than that now. They played the Dark Phoenix trailer before this. I'm like, lads, just <laughs> stop. stop, he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
just go on. They could literally do whatever they want in yeah. that movie. They could murder everybody. <laughs> like I did. Beast I has seventeen dicks. What do you care? It's all over anyway. Yeah. I was saying, like, oh, why are you not excited? I was like, I can give you my, I can give you my synopsis of uh, Dark Phoenix. Now it's just going to be two hours of Gene, <laughs> no Gene, Gene. There's a bit in that trailer, and I don't know why it cracks me up so much. It's just I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like he was channeling like the executives of DC. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, you're t- twenty-five takes, and that was the, the best, best one. <laughs> Right, Simpsons quote for everything. Please plug away, Michael. Uh, right, you can go and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at that Michael. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at the Guttridge. You can go and follow the site at your social media of choice at FowlyNT. That's F O U L E N T. Go and find us on FowlEntertainment.com. Please subscribe to us on Spotify, on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And I think that's just going to do about. There, start again. Just about it. Ah, you can. Go one hour and twenty-one in, and I finally flubbed a line. Well done, Michael. You can go and check out our podcast. We've just posted the one breaking down all of the Star Wars celebration stuff. We have a review of Umbrella, um, the Umbrella Academy in the works. We, yep. we had it in reserve in case we couldn't get this review done, but we did. So rejoice. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to have a quick check to see what's next, Maggle. Surely it's Detective Pikachu, right? I think it is. That feels like... I mean, Hellboy has taken... I've heard that it's shit. Such a kicking. Good God, man. They've beaten the shit out of that. Uh, Yeah, Detective Pikachu is in roughly two weeks. And then we have John Wick Chapter 3 straight after that. Yeah. I finally saw the trailer for that before... uh... (laughs) Surprised we didn't get right the Rise of Skywalker attached to this. Yeah, I thought that was we a had, dead cert. Yeah, we had John Wick three, which again I hadn't seen before, and the new Godzilla trailer. Oh, we got that. <laughs> it's a great time to be alive, despite really Donald is. Trump's best efforts. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. He's the real thing. <laughs>